Hello everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Avatar podcast. Our family is our fortress. So you'll see, you'll have seen, um, if you follow the podcast on Instagram, that um, the film has, uh, since we recorded, or we, you know, since I recorded uh, episode 11, uh, the film has uh, experienced what 90% of films of this uh, scale experience, which is uh, the leaks. So uh, four leaked screenshots and f- um, and the leaked trailer. The full trailer is has been leaked in, um, I guess, what the kids would call uh, potato quality. And um, simply because of where I am positioned as uh, the Avatar podcast, um, I have seen all of them, including the trailer and the um, screenshots. So on the main account where I had initially shared them, but then I decided to take them down, I made a post saying that it would be best for that account, which has a a fairly large um, or or increasing, which we are always super grateful for and very humbled by, um, for, um, I think we're coming close to 4,000 on, on that road at least. Uh, so thank you. But, um, but that's quite a large audience. Uh, and, um, what happens there is, uh, you know, that, that, that sort of goes into, you know, pretty frequently traveled channels of information. Um, uh, but what uh, but what the benefit with podcasts is is that uh, because it's a non um, a non visual medium at least how I've um, you know now uh, committed in terms of my activities within podcasting which is simply just going to be me um, you know basically <laughs> agent coopering it you know with uh, um, just myself and I I I decided that. I believe since we are in that small limbo zone between now and the trailer, that it wouldn't be too harmful to describe the images and to speculate on them and, and, and discuss them. So, uh, but yes, before we dive fully in, I'm getting more into the habit of doing this. If you do enjoy the show, um, any of the previous episodes or this one, um, if by the end you are like, well, I, I quite appreciated that, um, you know, no pressure whatsoever, but uh, we do have um, a link tree uh, over on the Instagram and um, there's a little tip jar there. And, you know, we want to jump around, you know, or rather um, leapfrog over, um, you know, the Patreon thing. Uh, I've never been too good at managing that because I always end up wanting to release stuff anyway um, because I just want to get it out to you you folks. But uh, if you did feel um, that, uh, you know, this added to your day and that you enjoyed it in in some way to the point where you felt like just, um, yes, sending that... uh, um, I guess I always call it sort of support in, in the language of money. Um, for me, I, I've always thought of, um, you know, I actually quite liberally tend to just sort of ask for people's PayPal's um, right there on the spot. It's like, let's not do Patreon, <laughs> forget about Kofi or buy me a coffee. Like, what's your actual just email so I can just send you shouts whenever I have that surge of gratitude. Um, and if, you know, obviously, I'd be humbled if that uh, effect, you know, um, happens with yourself listening. Uh, and if you felt like doing it, go right ahead. No troubles at all. Um, but of course, not uh, not needed, uh, not, obli- not obligatory. Uh, but yeah, sending you good energy from our little mobile recording studio here in Australia. So uh, maybe I should call her Bertha. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, no, excuse me, Beulah. See, I almost failed my Avatar trivia that, uh, you know, when we do some deep um, Avatar trivia, you know, maybe on a later episode, I'll have some questions for you all and we can sort of have a uh, um, a fun back and forth of, uh, you know, deep lore, you know, so, you know, the Latin names for certain Pandoran fauna, etc. Um, but here we go, folks. So four images. Let's start with the images. Actually, no, let's... um. Go right ahead and start with the trailer. Uh, obviously, the images are taken from the trailer. So hopefully this works. I'm on my phone, but I think I should be able to watch it. In There we go. I'm able to watch it. Okay, so the trailer begins with um, uh, a shot of, obviously, 20th Century Studios, Lightstorm Entertainment, and um, and then the first is some children, actually. They look like children, at least. Uh, Navi. Uh, climbing across or, or skipping across the the vines the next shot is Neytiri moving slowly with the the uh, sun you know coursing o- over her head through the through the leaves uh, the third shot is um a wide shot of the beautiful it's a couple of shots actually in a row of Jake um and uh, these beautiful banshees making their way uh, along the coast of the Metkaina fourth five, fifth shot is a Metkaina blowing a horn the next one is a, a Metkaina under under the ocean, or uh, so this December comes up, smiling, um, and so tall Navi, one of them is heavily speculated to be, um, you know, Cuelus Navi, Stephen, um, Stephen Lang's character, next we see a couple of Navi and Spider, um, you know, in the, uh, in the, in the jungle, getting attacked and bow fighting, we have an Ilu shot, uh, beautiful shots of the Metkaina, and um, Sirea, right there, and a beautiful shot of a Leviathan reaching out uh, now. Obviously, trailers go very fast. So, but uh, there's a ceremony at night, um, and uh, a, a beautiful shot of uh, Jake kind of, you know, touching the surface of um, of the water, right uh, from but underneath. And then there's the beautiful line, um, you know, our families, our fortress, which this uh, episode takes its name from. So, so that's the trailer. Obviously, I went through that at a million miles an hour. Um, but what we're going to do now is hopefully let me, and again, the recording is still going, which is good. Um, very grateful for that. Thank you, little app (laughs) with your multitasking. Um, so what I hope I'll be able to do now without it cutting out is, um, taking little pauses. Yes. Excellent. Wonderful. So it's letting me pause each shot. So now... I want you all, let's, okay, I'm sure a great many of us were not able to be in that CinemaCon um, theater, but I would love for you all to kind of really sort of close your eyes and just imagine that we're all there together and we've got those 3D glasses on and uh, we've seen some of the, uh, you know, creatives up on stage for a couple of other films and now it is Avatar's turn and we've seen Zoe Saldana and... uh, uh, John Landau on stage, and also uh, James Cameron. You know when he um, skyped in or, or zoomed in um, to give his message about the the film. And I want you to all kind of step step with me. We'll all step together into into Pandora um, once again after thirteen ish years. So here we go. Twentieth Century Studios, Lightstorm Entertainment. Before us we see, up in the Hallelujah Mountains, a cadre of young Navi 
actually skipping very energetically across this vine, these set of large, very thick vines that um, link the islands together much less cautiously than the um, uh, adult um, banshee seeking Navi from um, Tute's, um, uh, you know, Kaja in the first film, you know, of which Jake was a part. And uh, they are just having a party. I think, again, as a trailer editor, um, opening on a shot like this really has this sense of, like, jumping for joy. And that's what um, these, uh, these young Navi are doing. And it's what many of us are doing in our hearts, really, as we, um, as we experience this, uh, this trailer after so many years. Um, my fiancé, I want to mention this, uh, Ray, she talked about a quote, and I, I wish I could remember the author, but if you just Google... What I'll, what I'll sort of essentially quote, just the broad strokes, Google's gotten pretty good at, you know, um, finding, you know, like lyrics are now super easy to find, and you can even just enter the most crazy descriptions and it'll find the thing you're looking for. But um, nature, this is the quote, nature doesn't create in a hurry. Uh, nature takes her time. And uh, I was, uh, when I was showing Ray this trailer yesterday, um, it struck me that uh, James uh, took the same approach with with avatar you know he uh he said look um to himself i'm sure and to his team it's like we very heavily see where um a great majority of the industry is going with its um you know very fast-paced uh development um usually the aim with these films is to sure not entirely artistically compromised because i still think you still need to reach a certain bar of quality and, and investment emotionally and artistically in something. I'll take Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, like that was, you know, it uh, had a little, a couple of hurdles with, um, with, you know, the concept of selling the concept of a talking tree or what have you. But uh, even though it was one of the further out kind of examples and it was a more original and more out there than, than most of the other um, MCU films coming out at the time. And, uh, and again, it's one of my favorite of the MCU films all oh, overall, in terms of advancing the cinematic art form, um, you know, it it, uh, it it didn't quite do that. It it um, it certainly helped create a template for future MCU films. You know, with you know from then on, basically all MCU films had like some '80s track. I think I remember Doctor Strange, uh, which you know Avatar Two will be attached to its sequel. The the trailer will be attached to Multiverse of Madness. Um, but I remember that opening with sort of an incongruous like 80s track and I was like okay well I guess Stephen Strange is into you know an 80s song or, or, or what have you but um, anyway what I want to say with that is these films these Avatar films coming out really do merit that definition of being oh leagues like gulfs uh, you know um, separate di like distant leagues away from from what most modern films are doing even the star wars films were unambiguously un, uh, inarguably rushed um and uh f to, to meet certain release dates and the very fact that james pushed and pushed and pushed forward until things were done with uncompromised artistic integrity really is um the, if anything even if you're not frankly you might not even even if you're not into the the, the whole um, setting of Avatar, I want I want people maybe even some, hopefully not lost, but um, you know the people who are more on the cinema side, more on the the filmmaking creation side. 
I believe this film will, will draw intrigue simply from the fact that, regardless of genre, it's a film, just like similar to The Last Guardian, that that the creator, you know, uh, prioritized their vision and, rather than a release date. And um, and the the clout that's required for that is uh, is what sort of comes with you know his uh, so far unbroken track record uh, of his written and directed films. Sure, he's exec produced and advised, and you know with Alita and um, Dark Fate and such. But when it comes to the written and directed directed um, James Cameron films, those really have been an unbroken streak, and I think he he protects that regardless of the times and regardless of like dwindling attention spans or such uh, where or or this rush to push content out and i think he's in a post-content mindset frankly which is very comforting and um so that's why if you're watching this and you see that first shot that jumping for joy i, I think you can we can all feel feel free to do that because that's kind of that that level of celebration on multiple levels like it's certainly for avatar fans and the avatar community to be celebrating now but um, but it's also for um, folks who maybe like myself get a bit existential about um, you know things speeding up too much and then just quality being you know passed over in 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 favor of uh, quantity and um, and uh, and yeah just adhering so so closely to release dates that you end up you know releasing a compromised product or a compromised uh, you know expression artistic expression or what have you. And so, there you go. So the, on all those levels, this opening shot really evokes that. And uh, let, I also want to mention um, Simon Franklin. I actually said to Ray, it's like what I'm about to show you. Like it's it really moved me. And I and I remember seeing the leaked trailer. This is me telling her. I remember seeing the leaked trailer of Avatar uh, back in um, you know 2008 or what have you, because it did leak, of course, and I was following it that closely. Um, you know, uh, you know. I actually, Avatar in earnest made me a James Cameron fan. Um, I had known about Aliens and, and, and Terminator, and certainly I appreciated Titanic. But just just off of the 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 central premise, the central core of what an Avatar film is, all of these Avatar films carry with them that that soul of something that is intended to advance an art form, not simply to just put another product on the shelf. It is to redefine what the shelf is you know and and think about um you know evolving the next step of the shelf you know what i mean so that if maybe if that uh, that um, analogy works for you so so i remember seeing it uh, back in uh, yeah 2008 and, and it moved me then um, because you'd see those big letters like from the director of titanic from aliens from terminator and from this one it doesn't have any of those uh, throughout the trailer but it does have um, a, a, a burgeoning sense of um, this is something uh, that uh, is very much like there's a lot of flight, you know, portrayed in the trailer and across Avatar, you know, flight of passage, but that sense of flying in the face, you know, flying in the face of jadedness, flying in the face of, uh, you know, that tall poppy slash crab in the bucket syndrome where people kind of try to bring you down simply because you're on top. Um, and so, yeah, so as we move along to the next part of the trailer, folks, um, uh, I, I wish I could play the music for you, but yes, yeah, Simon Frangel, it's three notes, folks, um, he plays, and, he, and I was like, he's truly honoring James Horner here, I think if James was with, with, was with us, those um, three notes, la, 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 like it's this beautiful, 
uh, you know, I, that's just me singing the notes, but it's it's maybe the octave is different, but it's these very mysterious, beautiful three notes that sort of repeat orchestrally throughout. And and it mounts and it and it, it sort of it, it grips the heart and I think you'll really you'll really really love it when the when the trailer fully comes out. Um, attached to Doctor Strange on the sixth, uh, Ray and I are going to see it on the fourth. Uh, for some reason, maybe as a consolation for like there being like little to no major studios here, as in game studios, which is where I want to end up um, at some point in my career. Uh, and I, when I'm feeling joking, I say you know in consolation for all the dangerous animals we have and like how kind of isolated in some ways we are from some of the the big happenings in in europe and 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 uh in america is um is we get yeah films like a couple of days early so i'll be able to yeah in in two days my goodness i just realized today's the second so um to check this one out in full definition if if it is truly something where it is attached you know to throughout every single screening of dr strange um so there you go. So let's press on. It is truly beautiful. So we have one, two, three, and four. Uh, I believe, I think on potentially on closer inspection, the one leading the pack could be Spider, you know, the, the, the young boy, who he honestly, he just said, like, I don't care if my... Maybe the fact that he's, like, he's younger, you know, his bo- his bones are lighter, maybe that sort of aids him in, in um, being the sort of Tarzan figure uh, out... out in um out in uh pandora's jungles but uh he's certainly you'll see and oh rather you'll see uh, i will describe later uh, while looking at the trailer that uh, he is truly fearless like there's a true sense of him you know uh, absorbing um you know that maybe that shot from jake uh shot of jake in the first film you know hissing at the banshee like like Jake really evokes that, uh, and maybe definitely, I would say definitely absorb that from his father for sure. So beautiful, that's the fading out of the first shot, and this one here of just Neytiri, very much evoking the first meeting uh, that Jake has with her. It's her unblinking, moving to her left uh, as uh, the, um, I would say the ca- the canopy sort of, because she's moving through the canopy stays still obviously, but. Uh, but as she moves through this, um, this uh, komorebi, I think it is the Japanese word for, you know, the effect that the sun has when streaming through the leaves. Uh, that sort of dappled uh, sunlight is, is um, uh, you know, streaming across her face as she looks intently. Um, and uh, for from context, it could possibly be uh, an evocation of, um, you know, her hunting. Or but I think maybe there's something a bit more mysterious to this. And also, even as I'm looking at here, we're, we're looking at something. Um, even with this very very low resolution there's a, a true sense as i'm watching this that things are simply happening there's actually a shot as in like for real not cg there's actually a shot later of um i think it's jake maybe yeah, fastening himself to his uh you know beast of burden or rather like um i would say maybe water banshee uh that uh looks like it was like just looks it cuts away and it's just his hands and it looks like an actor's hands painted blue uh, out in the ocean like it's just the movement is so one for one there's no element of animated anything it just simply looks like so you know for the folks who maybe have seen this one um and know what i mean or when you will see this because again this is the trailer and so i guess this uh, breakdown does count for um that trailer as well so i suppose this will be 
in a small sense a bit more you know evergreen unless they they decide to change the trailer entirely attached uh you know wanting to provide a brand new experience uh, either way um hopefully this one is additive for you as we as we go along certainly no worries so this one um, and she has one little blink there before it cuts away fade back in now as i was uh looking for a background uh for the uh 230 day countdown post um i i wanted to find some beautiful beautiful it's an overhead shot of the ocean um a yeah, beautiful shot of the ocean but then this overhead one popped up and i said oh this will absolutely beautiful and it has a very calming serene effect and i've mentioned in previous uh, episodes about the subconscious you know i guess in historicity terms um how we're all kind of beat up and tired i mean the war wasn't even a thing when i was uh, initially recorded um my thoughts about you know wanting us all to take a holiday <laughs> to pandora you know to spend some time on a metcaino beach like now especially there will be a subconscious effect of like i just want to go there i want to relax and because of the vividness uh that uh, the film will provide because of the visual fidelity of the visual effects um that now because of the war it's such an unfortunate thing and i hope a fair amount of the proceeds i would love to hear that the uh you know lightstorm or disney have um you know taken some of the proceeds of, of whatever avatar the way of water creates at the box office and, and sends it to uh to ukraine would be beautiful but um it it this shot in particular makes me think just want to be there uh, away from pandemics away from war away from the 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 real world in a sense and it sort of redoubles that effect of um of, of visiting pandora which is also if you think about it because of james's um jim's uh you know previous affiliation and passion for the water he had one water scene in that first one but maybe he was really holding himself back and say no we for, for narrative reasons this has to begin in the forest uh and uh but now this is truly you know as i like this i said with my kojima coverage this is cameron unleashed uh but as someone else pointed out um you know on a recent comment um on the subreddit about how like in cameron reach what we, we trust and, and he was guided and or rather accompanies every step of the way uh, by uh, four other riders or three other riders which is so healthy you know to to have this as we all we all know that jim is a, is a very you know um like he, he has a he has his vision and, and he'll make it known and he's um i would say uh you know he, he assert he's a very assertive creator you know so he, he'll assert his vision and stuff but i think over the years he has grown more uh collaborative as well so as like you recognize you're in his house you recognize you're making his film but within that context i will hear out your idea let's go and he has um i i i, I sense that he has absorbed some of those ideas definitely um from uh, from his actors and his crew so but uh, with that in with that in mind uh, with the sense of uh you know i mean it's such a beautiful second shot really or third or, or whatever i think it is the third shot of just cameron ocean like it just it just hits that way and what we see is one two three four five <laughs> and maybe a, 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 a you know a reference to the five films coming out five banshees uh five ikran making their way uh, from the right of the screen to the left of the screen um which again symbolically evokes the re- returning so when things go from right to left it is it signifies going back and uh, we are uh, definitely heading back to pandora with the previous shot i would say you know you could uh, definitely say that uh, nativity 
uh, is, uh, you know, there's the sunlight blinding her, <laughs> you know, the, uh, you know, and then she's sort of seeing at something we can't see. So maybe, maybe, a, again, I always have this uh, mantra or this uh, refrain about reading things into trailers is like, even if it wasn't intentional, it is always additive to, to, to analyze and to, to assign meaning and then explore meaning, um, within within trailers because it uh, ends up just even at the basis level just being this really uh you know almost like warming up the brain or, or exercising that speculative analytical side of our minds and and that certainly is what is evoked here for me so as uh, yeah they're moving from right to left returning to pandora after being blinded by this you know this incredible ex- experience that we're witnessing but again like in reference to the cinema con uh you know thing where it's like we see her reacting to it but we don't see what she's looking at which is what we all feel right now uh you know on the outside of that cinema con experience is we're seeing people reacting but we ourselves haven't and i think that actually uh you know with this i suppose um podcast uh, as an exception uh for the wider part of the community there's there's actually quite something quite exciting about that and it evokes that 2008 feeling of of you read about these reporters having dreams of of this of this film and 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 so then that all has this way of uh, as you as you know I, I find from the best uh films even you know this foreshadowing of, of what you'll be seeing i love when something's reputation precedes it and it, it, it sort of gives it this mystique and natural mystique too not not something contrived uh and um and it's funny i was just re uh, you know there was a, an aliens thing I, I just had on in the background from YouTube, and it was discussing how um, some of the British crew on on that film weren't really all on board, you know, with uh, Jim taking over from Ridley. Um, but when the, he screened for them, he sort of he sensed that he said, "Well, I'll screen for you, Terminator, so then you'll see the tone of what I'm going for." So he gave Jim as this thing of of knowing how to preview and to sort of tee things up uh, for his audience and and uh, for his you know. Preview preview audiences and then the wider audience as well. So I'm experiencing all of that as I as I rewatch this and haven't gone through uh, as closely in granular detail as this. Um, so I'm actually getting quite a, quite a bit from this one, this sort of uh, deliberate uh, paced um, you know analysis as as you are you know hopefully. Uh, also the the beautiful dappled kind of coral you can see from above this uh, you know I would say maybe a hundred or so kilometers. So, excuse me, 100 or so meters up in the sky, looking, uh, you know, perpendicular, uh, directly down uh, at the ocean, kind of reminds me of the skin of a banshee, which again, you've got the banshees there, so that works there. Um, something I hadn't noticed, for, uh, you know, initially is a beautiful, to the left, bottom left, water fauna, um, uh, you know, uh, quite large, I would say, based on the distance, maybe three or four maybe six times the size of a banshee just this whale-like creature just very very you know ponderously chill you know just making its way from the top of the screen to the to the middle of the screen and then down to the bottom of the screen uh would definitely say yeah maybe like a fish whale hybrid it's going to be so wonderful to see imagine all those um hours that uh, james has spent under the ocean maybe even thinking up his own uh, species based on what he's encountering and uh, I do quite love that uh, you know it was again referenced in the uh, trailer that uh, sorry the I suppose materials that I've been just naturally following back up on um, films comic explained by my fellow Australian um, he uh, was uh, talking about 
you know, you know, Cameron, um, you know, getting this, in, and this is fact. It's not from the channel, but he's reporting on it and discussing it, and Cameron having this uh, idea of the transferal of consciousness based on seeing uh, the submarine monitors, you know, and how he would be able to be like, well, I can project my consciousness down underneath the water. So, uh, so again, all of this, I think, is intentional. With with uh, you know, James is. is he very much, I mean, he's made it extremely clear that he's very proud to be associated with water and with the ocean, right? With obviously, um, you know, uh, with Titanic and, and then, you know, even putting water uh, in the title of his of his sequel here. And so it's just, I love, I love it. I really love this opening shot. Um, third or so shot. So the one immediately after that, boom, you know, the fourth shot or so it's jake and and we see he's wearing um sort of a leather kind of uh almost feels like almost like a smock but he's got wind coming towards him so it's sort of pressing against his body so it might not be like a smock or a poncho um well let's just call it a sort of a sleeveless tunic uh, on his right arm we have this band and he's sort of wearing this sort of sash and it's clear that he's on banshee back ikran back and uh it looks like he has some supplies with him so maybe uh, he uh, has been traveling, I think. Uh, well, I've just hopefully maybe I get a bit of an Eric Voss on, but um, it is implied. Well, there's a, there's an implication at least from this sense that you know he looks like he's traveling. He's got bags in his back. I just realized that opening shot could very well be, um, you know, him and his family uh, having to flee the Omatikaya, uh, you know, home tree, and uh, for each of those five banshee to be. One for each of his children, so one for him, one for Zoe, one for Brighton, uh, uh, one for Jake, I guess. Uh, I don't know how Jake would mount a banshee without uh, without the Sahelu, but uh, it seems like if you look at look at them all like Trinity, uh, Trinity Bliss as well, like it, it seems as though there's a banshee for each member of the Sully family, and maybe this is them, you know, yeah, seeking safer lands from from. Um, you know, and maybe he received some kind of invitation or, or had learnt uh, or after this uh, calamity, which I believe maybe in the first 30 minutes or so of the film uh, that Edie Falco and her um, and her group um, bring about uh, that causes them to leave their homelands. Um, maybe someone comes into contact or, or uh, you know, Zoe actually informs Jake that, uh, you know, I, I, my father perhaps or my mother... Um, you know, like told me that uh, this would be a safe place, and um, and uh, we Navi tribes, you know, we 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 stay in touch. And certainly, you know, thirteen years ago when the Toruk Makto uh, event happened with Jake, that uh, he would have, um, you know, formed some strong bonds with the other tribes. So I think if it was if it was going to be anyone to create these bonds, it would be either Jake or or the Tahik because uh, I associate her. With that, um, you know, that communication, I've always associated that 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 sacred feminine with the, the opening of of dialogue. So uh, Neytiri um, and uh, and and Sahik, you know, for sure. Um, so, anyways, this opening shot, it's 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 so stunningly like obviously. Jay also, I forgot to mention, Jake has dreads. You know, the reason why it's 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 sort of stunning for me, it, like the whole from second one, this is stunning, but. Uh, it, it is uh, something you don't actually quite experience that often nowadays, folks, is uh, we actually off pretty frequently see uh, certain figures, you know, like there's 
hardly a Marvel comic or whatever where you don't see like some of the central figures a la you know the Iron Man and uh, you know Captain America like the, those faces you know occur over and over whereas this is the first time we've seen Jake on film you know in 13 years and it was like that and, and to see him just like in this completely new setting with his new hair uh, you know and, uh, and and most important for me nothing is more stunning to me and that's the core of why I said that word it's is flight it's just that idea of being swept off into a new adventure and and again i've I've mentioned about the symbolism of taking flight into a new world and and that's certainly what jake did 13 years ago when he took flight on the um you know the uh on on the ship you know to pandora and um and uh, yeah once he landed on pandora that's where his true journey began but uh i'm telling you ocean flight and at the very end of this trailer is a little teaser i'll I'll say both of those come together. Ooh, intriguing. So let's move on to the next. Another shot of just like beautifully coasting. Like it's just from so from right to left. Uh, the, the you know the dragonfly like Ikran making their way uh, to the shores of the Metkaina, and uh, the beautiful mangrove like colossal mangrove. So maybe their equivalent of home tree are these giant mangrove uh, trees. You know that sort of create these maybe hollows and that that could be very well that they make their villages within the hollows of these massive mangrove trees on the edges of the ocean and again this is crystal crystal clear a blue ocean and uh i, I think a huge uh, element of this film will be you know um the the, the sort of ah oh, i guess the wincing that'll happen when you when you imagine a human vessel like tainting those waters you know <laughs> but um but I'm sure there'll be some dimensionality, especially with Joel, uh, Joel David Moore's character. Um, you know, I would love for him to, to kind of represent like the on the human side, like the goodies, you know, and so that we're not just having this sort of thing again of, you know, humans bad and be good. And um, because we do see and I, I, it's fairly clear, I think someone mentioned that when I was looking at some of the screenshots, it's very clear, folks. Um, and again, you definitely wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't want the trailer i suppose um you know revealed to you i won't even say spoiled because i gave i would say plenty definitely plenty of prefacing of what we were you know just about to start doing which was to analyze the trailer uh that uh, i'm assuming that you're comfortable with these reveals and so it's in the trailer so essentially meaning that it's not intended for you know a mid-story reveal or or you know uh, something like that again james would have had his fingerprints all over this his authorship all over this first you know, this would have been probably edited by Cameron himself, um, you know, with, with Simon in close collaboration with the music. And we see uh, down the line, we see Quaritch as a Na'vi. You can see it. it's, his, it's, his, it's in his jawline. It's in his hawk tattoo, you know, uh, the hunter hawk, you know, out there to, to hunt his prey. Um, and it would have taken that long for his Na'vi body to grow. And there you go. So all, all that stuff. Uh, we're going to probably see screenshots, uh, sorry, of flashbacks of, of him being integrated with this uh, Navi body that was created from his DNA. And very interesting. It's going to be quite, <laughs> quite a. I, I'm smiling when I think about it because it's just, you know, again, if I really think about it, like about a week ago, we had no idea that <laughs> Quaritch was going to be a Navi, like for sure. But now it's it's absolutely confirmed. But anyway, that's all just me saying. Look. Um, uh, in terms of the the two worlds thing from the first film 
you know, I, I, I sense that that will be strong in this, but there will be a melding, which we're already seeing. We're seeing Quaritch as a Navi. We're seeing Spider as a, as a, a human um, you know, living uh, with the indigenous uh, Pandora, you know, Pandoran uh, peoples, you know, the Navi. And, uh, and so there's that beautiful intermingling. And um, Cameron did this again with Terminator. Uh, in Terminator 2, we, we had these flips of uh, what if it was on the other side? You know, what if the Terminator was good? You know, and, and it's, uh, it's his style with his sequels. Um, again, with Aliens, it's like, well, uh, we've seen them as these horrible, um, or seen it rather, the alien as this horrible predator. But what if there was a mother? And what if, um, you know, there was a, a mother-daughter story right at the core? So these things that you you maybe for, maybe for the first minute or so seem, you know, very like, like pivot. Like, oh, wow, we're going in this direction, are we? But it feels, it, it not feels, it, it rings true. And if you sequence it logically, Alien follows really beautifully logically from, from the first Aliens follows beautifully logically from the first film, as this one definitely has that same sense of flowing, you know, um, logically, uh, you know, uh, and authentically from from what was set up in the in the first film for sure. Uh, and and with what I'm referring to being, and some of these shots we'll discuss soon, is uh, is the return of the humans, and uh, and how we. Most certainly, especially if you look at us as a species historically, uh, we don't know how to leave something be uh, until we know how to conquer it and and, and uh, you know make money off it and and so there you go. That's not just me speaking, you know, in a white knighty kind of sense. Uh, it's true though. We 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 tend to definitely persist when there's a resource uh, to be gained, especially when we've we've gotten a foothold. And Hell's Gate is definitely a foothold, uh, and I don't see any um um you know any reality where they would have just sort of left them be you know uh definitely not and uh that's what Edie. i'm so keen to see what what Edie brings to her, her role as Ardmore. but anyway so the i'm gonna say it the um the sully family that's why not uh arrive among the metkaina and uh this um you know, this beautiful, I think it's a secondary shot there again, then just flapping closer. They reach the shore, and as they reach the shore, this Navi bottom left, it's the uh, Metcana. They have, they have sort of, um, their their tails like actually fan out to help them swim. Uh, and uh, their passioning also uh, is different. You can see that with the, the shot of Tsirea, who's, I believe, Ronal's daughter. Um, and so the, the Sully family arrive, and she, they are heralded bottom left, or rather to the left of the screen, by this extremely. Uh, Roger Deacon, not Roger Deacon. Uh, David, Roger, Roger David, the guy who does the al- the album art for for Yes, <laughs> Roger Dean. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, looking beautiful piece here, and uh, yeah, just and I believe it. It it would definitely be a um, you know a seashell horn that is being sounded here. The Metcane actually all keep their hair in a manner that evokes the Maori. So there's a very specific hairdo uh, where it is gathered in a very specific way um, that it's sort of gathered at the back, puffs at the back, and then is let let to drape across the shoulders. Um, and so then, and, and you can see that there with that first shot of the first Metcana we see. Um, here, because of the shot, she really looks like a mermaid, but I, of course not. Um, but uh, we see a female figure underneath the waves and uh, very fascinated at what... Uh, 
um, she's saying. Although, hey, who knows? You know, Brighton has a has very uh, I would always say quasi androgynous features. This, this could actually be uh, Jake's son. Um, also, I'm very curious to see how many fingers <laughs> um, these uh, different uh, uh, Navi have. You know, would they take after their mother, or or would they take after um, you know their father with with five fingers? Who knows? Uh, we'll have to see. So as we press on, and so that big smile, you can tell that uh, that uh, this person, this this Navi, is very very happy. To sort of, in all likelihood, um, you know, we're following one of the the Sully kids and uh because i don't think a metkana would be that fascinated with <laughs> maybe maybe the coral reef has has become you know maybe a bit familiar to them so that that look of uh, wonder on the on, on that uh on this um uh, young navi's face uh would definitely imply that you know they're discovering this and like diving in and, and you know seeing this for the first time as anyone who's seen who's gone scuba diving i haven't yet but uh, i'm sure would um I don't think it's too much of a leap to to assume that if you go scuba diving and it's beautiful and you're enjoying it, that some of those sights down there are just unlike anything you'd see on the surface. And um, and again, there's a bit of a parallel and a bit of a, a um, you know an analogy there of, of of Cameron wanting to take you to another world and one of the most available. Right, you just you know depending on where you are in how how far inland, you only have to maybe drive a couple of hours to get to an actual other world which is the ocean uh, it will probably remain a completely unknown other world to so many of us because i don't think many of us will ever dive under but uh that analogy and that that closeness to what we can all experience here you know that that kind of narrative and thematic connection is very very strong uh, with the uh, avatar um the way of water and and i love that there's that melding of, of that message of what uh you know, uh, Cameron is saying here about our own Earth. Again, we are all water. <laughs> the planet is seventy uh, percent um, of it. We are sixty percent of it. Um, and so it's a uh, again nothing quite like an actually objectively unifying substance to really, really bring um, uh, bring audiences together, bring us all on this, that same page of like, this is uh, the ocean on an alien world. But just so you know your own world right right here and that's again the core message of avatar and i just think cameron may have just realized look my kinship with the ocean actually feeds in perfectly with with um avatar and i know i i would definitely probably say that maybe he he planned out uh the sequels a little bit to the point where he probably knew he'd be going to the oceans to involve it um there's no real mention of the oceans too much there's a glimpse of them obviously in the third act when they're rallying all the Navi tribes, um, you know, crashing against the wave, the beautiful shot with all the Ikram there. Um, also, I guess I should probably say, yes, September, wow, we're going to get to <laughs> rewatch the film in remastered quality. I dare say that means a couple of maybe uh, CG model swap-outs, you know, taking the source uh, source file of, of Avatar and really, really, like, enhancing it uh, using some of those, um, uh, you know, new assets potentially. So, so in essence, what all the shots just um, right before this one, which is simply a shot called "This December." It's in blue, beautiful writing, the same um, font as the "The Way of Water" subtitle, and uh, just a gentle blue light emanating just from the bottom half of the screen. And the '90s energy is surreal, and I, I don't know why, but uh, for some reason in the '90s, I just there was a lot of I think there was some like ABC series with like mermaids and stuff, and um there was a lot of um inflatable furniture and there was 
you know, Aqua the band as well. I don't know if Aqua's going to do the ending theme song. <laughs> Maybe, who knows. But, um, but uh, I, I just, yeah, and like, it seemed like all these 90s ads, like, it's like, yeah, just spray it with a bit of water. And so it, like all the, um, you know, the uh, cans of, you know, I guess Coca-Cola or whatever, or what have you, they always looked like they had a little spray of water. And um, I don't know, maybe that's just me. But uh, and I also love that, um, you know, uh, that just has been this uncompromised element of the of, of Avatar, that uh, that earnest 90s-ness, which I, uh, I definitely anticipate will be part of the uh, part of the film you know uh, going going along as we uh, as we see these films uh, releasing i think that that'll be a consistent thing uh, obviously i'm sure that the the films will get darker in their own way because of just the narrative simply and the implications you can kind of really put that together also i i, I don't know if i mentioned but a lot of these uh, rock formations with the metkaina uh, are again like the coral reef equivalent of those beautiful arcing um you know those uh, you know the electromagnetically created uh you know, arc arced rocks. You know, there's some there's there's quite a bit of that activity happening on the coast of the Metcaina as well. Um, so we have uh, an hour. Um, so we're at 44 minutes. <laughs> uh, I think we're almost halfway through. So we'll just uh, maybe uh, scoop along. So this setting here uh, on this next shot, uh, there's two Qless Navi, right? So I'm assuming one of them is um, Quaritch and the other is uh, his. Uh, I guess his squad mate there, and um, they're definitely they've definitely re-established operations uh, on Pandora. Uh, they're here, and uh, they've they're moving back into uh, Hell's Gate. Uh, it's Ardmore taking over, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, there's yeah, uh, uh, Samson coming away, uh, pulling from left to right, uh, sort of from left to from right to left, uh, scooping across the screen, and. Um, I remember that recent conversation that Jim had with Denny Villeneuve about uh, certain camera movements and how he, you know, Denny had used a certain camera movement for the ornithopters and, and uh, I think to evoke Black Hawk Down. And I just think, uh, you know, Cameron again, familiar with aviation, I think he might even be a pilot, <laughs> uh, would would know, I think, uh, how, how to kind of portray these vehicles in, in their best light. So um, cut to a shot in the... Uh, Jungle uh, to the left, a navi to the right, Spider Socorro with his, uh, with his, um, with his, uh, you know, uh, masks on, masks on. He's got his mask there. Uh, but then it cuts to a shot. You, you you initially think it'll be those two, but it cuts to another shot of two completely different navi. And I think the one on the left would be Brighton, and the one on the right would be potentially uh, Trinity Bliss, uh, the baby, <laughs> the little one. And that is definitely, without a doubt. Uh, he, just the way he holds himself. Uh, obviously, the the Navi body is younger than um, than his uh, his own, his human body. Uh, but again, he's just like basically non-aging. Stephen Lang, what a champ! Definitely goals for me, I would say. Uh, and uh, yeah, completely removed Q. Doesn't need it. Doesn't need Ewa. And uh, he's got his uh, bulletproof jacket. He's holding a massive machine gun. And at the back, uh, I saw his uh, cohort. Another. Qless Navi, a fellow Jarhead Navi, um, you know, holding some kind of like bag. I think also I would have to imagine that throughout this film, uh, Quaritch is going to have a lot of like, oh man, I can't believe I'm one of I'm in one of these bodies, and I think that'll fester. He'll fester in that state and maybe even go insane just with that idea that he's become his own, the become just like what he 
um, you know, he, he hated so much and which, you know, killed him. So I wonder if there's going to be that conflict for him. Anyway, Spider is, as I mentioned, this is the scene where he's snarling. He's 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 got his bow raised, his own, I'm sure, bow that he made himself living in the jungles of Pandora. And he's ready, like they're being attacked and he is ready to, to take their assailants down. Uh, and I believe that was also Neytiri next to him. So uh, the implication being a ambush in the jungle, maybe while they were hunting, uh, which will probably, um, uh, you know, propel them to, to seeking safer grounds and going to the uh, sanctuary of the Metkaina. The next shot is, a, <laughs> I believe, one of our study children on the back of an ilu, just absolutely loving life. The ilu's beautiful, gorgeous, uh, blue on the top, white on the bottom, very similar to our own cetaceans here, uh, who, if you don't know why, um, it's a camouflage thing. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, so this is because they, they absorb uh, I suppose the light, I guess you would say, or just from maybe millions of years, I suppose, as their organisms evolved to blend in from the top. So their tops resemble the dark ocean and they're from the bottom, it resembles the sunlight. And that's why uh, this, uh, you know, creatures of the sea here um, have uh, um, darker tops and whiter bottoms, uh, the bottom half of, of their bodies, you know, their, their ventral side, if we're going to go that way, dorsal and ventral. The next shot is, is almost indescribably beautiful. One, two, three, four, five. Again, there's the implication that this is the Sully family. Um, and uh, and they, they've just opened up into this beautiful, again, uh, Roger Dean-esque. Just, I know Roger Dean once said, like, oh, you know, my concept's stolen or whatever. For me, I just it's, it's what I snap to because uh, there's a... You know, James has his extremely, like, idiosyncratic, his own illustration style and uh and and when i see these shots and i see the arcing and like i'm a, i'm a, it's evoc evocative of like yes album covers you know and um and uh hopefully uh, maybe hopefully relations are, are sort of stabilized but, then, but there's obviously big differences between the two but uh from a, from an aesthetic point of view it just maybe a new term we'll use is just absolutely like just surreal nature just so so stunningly beautiful and definitely uh really when i when i really zen center in on it just truly unique to avatar for sure um but on, on a palette level and that's not just me trying to you know uh, backtrack or anything it's just like if you really look at it just they're completely different um but you know there's uh, there's shared dna as there is so much shared dna between other influences you know james said i've absorbed everything i've, I've experienced you know every art piece i've seen and story i've told and, and, and read um, and so there, that, and, but, but again, adds up to something really utterly unique. Uh, Jake steps up and crouches next to potentially Varang, who knows, I'm not sure. Uh, again, sometimes you can tell who the actor is because of the Navi makeup, I guess, you know, um, and the way that they translate. So people are going to be, uh, in the coming weeks, definitely analyzing, uh, the, uh, you know, um, the the faces or oh, unless a press release is re uh, revealed and making it easier but this she definitely seems like the ta tahik of uh, the metkaina you know the the wise woman who leads that tribe and uh, stepping out and we see this character actually she ends up being um pregnant i believe um so potentially ronel also we um uh, or, or actually maybe not ronel because there's a birthing ceremony yes underwater if i remember correctly uh next shot is of sirea again one and this is one of the the leaked shots by the way i've just figured out maybe we'll contain it all just to the trailer description because 
the leaked charts are just the trailer really honestly so uh Tirea looking concerned uh speaking to potentially jake or Neytiri. uh and what i love here is it's uh, it's a massive creature there's a, a sense that uh it, maybe there's um something over its eyes or uh, or it's meant to be boarded or something because it has these flaps coming up of, of its eyes but uh, it's a shot from underneath looking up into the sun and it's a, a navi uh, to the left and it, it feels it would it would seem like it would be jake but um, but just touching its fin like uh, you've seen some divers touch uh, the fins of uh, humpback whales um, a ceremony uh, in the shallows of the metkayina with uh, i believe that would be um tonowari uh, you know, played by Cliff Curtis um, in the bioluminescent shores of, of the Metcana, holding lamps and lanterns and, and flames or torches, rather. Uh, then it immediately cuts to we're in some kind of hold, uh, maybe even within the, the, the dragon vessel where you would um, have, uh, I think it's like that, uh, I suppose, mercenary vessel. Um, it's uh, Jake, uh, and, uh, and, and I would. I would say Jake uh, uh, and also Spider jumping into the the you know some of these ships they have um, holds where you can sort of come up and bring up a uh, a submarine or or some such um, within the ship so they're jumping into that sort of uh, it's like a swimming pool inside the ship but then you know you're able to emerge from under underneath the um, underneath the boat that way uh, and then we see this extremely whoa, like it's it is Quaritch the Navi. He spins around and he is absolutely furious. Uh, just this like flame in his eyes. Quickly now that obviously, as you know, trailers they speed up, uh, which kind of almost suits us because we have about eight minutes left. <laughs> um, but we we cut to another Navi with a a braid over his eye. I believe it's a he, and um, and uh, it's a and he looks very concerned um, and, and, and troubled. Um, and then it cuts to a beautiful shot of, of, this is definitely Jake. This is definitely Spider. He's got his he- he's got his hand on Spider's head, giving him a nuzzle. Uh, and then he's got his, his, um, his hand on, uh, nuzzling, uh, or scruffing the hair of, I guess you would say Brighton. I, I believe he was his eldest. And, uh, it's just a very wholesome, very wholesome. And he just hugs them both. Ah, good dad energy. Also closes in on, um uh jake you know uh sorry i keep saying jake but it's jack the jack jack champion you know spider socorro um he yeah he's 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 nestled up to to jake but uh, he looks a bit downcast behind his mask like a bit sad uh immediately cuts to neytiri uh and her child i'm assuming one of her children inside a um yeah like this is a sinking vessel and again with that there's no way you're gonna have people not you know being able to resist uh you know you won't have people be able to resist this shot comparing this shot to something out of titanic because it is this this the tilted corridor and the the water rushing in um so they go this next shot is truly my 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 standout shot from the whole trailer it begins upside down the camera is upside down except we're looking at jake and he's holding the fin of this creature and streaking with his finger you know how you streak the the surface of the water from a boat if you like rowing your boat but he's doing this inverted look so from underneath the water he is touching the surface of the water from underneath the camera is tilting 
And it's honestly one of the most beautiful shots I've ever seen. This creature that he's holding the fin of is also upside down. So it's just an incredibly beautifully arresting shot. So also this coming shot here, this shot here, the Metkaina arrayed for war, Tonawari crouching on his, uh, I would say, flying ikran, flying, um, uh, like flying fish ikran, which we'll talk about later. His uh, his partner, uh, Ronal, I believe, or, or another um, female uh, Navi with the pregnant belly there. Um, just arrayed for it, it doesn't matter, you know, pregnant Metkaina women fight, hell yeah, let's go. And this is the shot, which you'll see, it just, imme- it just immediately just feels like uh, this shot right after that one. It's, you see his Jake's left hand in the middle of this, in, in the screen and his right hand on the right. He's fastening to the back of this creature and it looks like real. This is real. Like I've, I've never seen a CGI shot more real and they certainly wouldn't have, wouldn't have uh, you know, simply gone out and then filmed an actor with, with blue hands to do this. But it's more than anything that I've ever seen in any avatar. Like that's real if you wondering if they've achieved it they truly have and i'm just because i'm recording a podcast i suppose but otherwise i'd kind of be losing it right now because that's what i knew in my heart would happen and it seems as though it has and uh, we now come to the final shot and when i when i say this i truly mean it this whole trailer folks as we you know tail things off went far and away to uh, exceed my expectations um this final shot is of a flying creature with Nate, with Jake on its on its back, and this flying creature has a um, almost like a a, a caiman uh, crocodile or whatever the extremely elongated crocodile heads attached to literally a flying fish body. It goes from flying underneath the water to flying in the air, and it is absolutely stunning. And so this is a, a creature that can fly both underneath and above. So what I love, I would love for that to, to connotate the idea that while we have been underneath the water, we have now emerged, and that's Avatar. We've been underneath the water working, you know, invisible from view, but de- from view, but definitely there. And you know, some animals definitely they they, they give birth and they 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 lay their eggs underwater, and then they come to the surface. And so this is Avatar literally surfacing. So. Um, uh, on all those levels, I, and I know we went through some of those other shots a bit quickly, but excitement, engagement, hist- like like um, adventure, you know, wonder, terror, all all these um, this, the the full kaleidoscope of, of emotions, and then culminating in this beautiful shot of, of reveal of of we ha- we have now gained the ability to do both, which is to do again fly underwater, fly above the water, motion capture. Uh, on the surface, motion capture, performance capture rather, on the surface and, uh, sorry, uh, you know, on the surface and underwater. And so, and again, truly, well well and truly, this this sense of Avatar being back and being in front of us, you know, before us. Um, that's the, the main kind of concluding action shot there. And then obviously the, the small exchange between Jake and Neytiri uh, in what I, it seems to be sort of uh, maybe, a, maybe a tent of some kind, our family is our fortress so then the logo appears the way of water and that is it folks this has been one of my favorite podcasts i've ever recorded this was just wonderful to 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 go through every shot with you um i truly hope you uh felt the joy (laughs) i i'm honestly unable to hide it away no matter how heavy uh things go i don't think i um, acknowledge uh mum's passing uh my mother in law to be passed away from from cancer um in february 
so I want to acknowledge her on this show. I really would have loved to have seen it with you. Um, she loved Avatar, and when we see it, will definitely be uh, the way of water. Will definitely be um, with joined by her in spirit. And what I want everyone to take away from in the final few seconds of this is, it's back. There is there is a beautiful sense of s- cyclicalness of 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 relief of of adventure beginning and. And I want you to carry a lot of positivity going into the next few days. And as you uh, have experienced this uh, trailer with me. So take it easy, everyone. And until next time, bye for now.